the volume. This session is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. They're America's number one sportsbook for a reason, y'all. It's so easy to use. It's safe and secure. That's one of the main things for me. I don't want any BS. I love that there's no BS with FanDuel. Plus, you get your winnings fast. Now winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours. Plus, it's super fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. It's awesome. So if you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with the promo code Renee, that's R-E-N-E-E, so that they know that I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Wyoming, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona 18887897777 or visit ccpg.org/chat for Connecticut 1800gambler or visit fanduel.com/rg for Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania and Virginia 1877770stop for Louisiana 1800270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan 18778hopeny or text hopeny for New York Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 and 1-800-522-4700 for Wyoming. Visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. Guys, welcome to the sessions. This is a Renee Paquette, Emilio Meduño special coming at you hot. And here's how I would like to start things. It's really bullshit that men don't get PMS. No, we do. I don't know. I mean, y'all have like your own issues, of course. But like, it's so frustrating to just like for a you know two and a half days max a month I'm just like raging raging I kicked like a hole through my fence today <laughs> because it was just like all happening at once like I'm trying to walk out the house I have this nice idea I'm like I'm gonna take Nora down to the park we're gonna go for a little walk Got her in one arm, her snacks, her water, my water, my fanny pack, which keeps sliding down. My freaking arm fell behind the radiator, had to get that thing. I walk out front uh, to go get the stroller out of the truck to realize that it's been left in the rain. So now I can't even take her in the thing. Anyways, I couldn't get out of the gate. I did not mean to kick my foot through the gate. John's not seen this yet. I'm gonna have to come up with a better story to tell him. Um, but yeah, I rage kicked the gate trying to get out. And uh, it was not a pretty scene. It was not a great moment for me. But anyways, yeah, it's bullshit that women PMS like this once a month where it's just this like inexcusable behavior. We all flip our shit. It's, it, it happens. You kick the gate. It's okay. A gate can be replaced. It's an old gate to be fair. I, I didn't like donkey kick it. Like I do think I've got a pretty strong thigh on me. But it is a very old gate. So my foot just went right through it. <laughs> if you're going around Cincinnati just kicking random shit, well, then that's an issue. I might. That's a different story. But if, it, if that's a different story. Sure, sure. This didn't affect anybody but me. Nora's probably watching in excitement and clapping like real. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll kick it. No. next. You should definitely not do stuff like that in front of your kid that's just like soaking up all these things. I just like huffed it. Like I front kicked it. I big booted it. So now when you go through um, your monthlies, does John try to just avoid you? Or no, is it- because like I, 
I normally, aside from the story where I just sound like a complete lunatic, I don't normally have like meltdowns like that. Like I might have like a bitchy moment. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm just used to it. But it's crazy that this has happened to me for the last 20 years. Once a month for 20 years this happens. And every month that it sneaks up on me and I'm like, why do I feel this way? And I'm like, oh, because you're about to get your period. Cool. And you're just rage kicking everything? Yeah. Okay. Everyone gets a kick. Big boots all around. Big, big boots every month for, for a couple of days. It's okay. My gosh. Anyways, I'm just I'm just trying to simmer down. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to light a candle. I think you should. I think you should. Look at these guys. I got these really like cool long candles that like come out this thing. Or um, uh, uh, this is not a candle. This is a match. These big, long, fancy matches. You got a nice little Zen Den going on over here. Trying to. Should I? Oh, shh. I just broke it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, okay, I think that for real, what we should start talking about here is Teddy Longgate. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, what? <laughs> I want to know, why did he go on an unfollowing spree? For Are you unfollowed or are you blocked or whatever? No, I, I, I'm good. I, I passed. I survived. I survived. I'm good. It's one of those things like I wish that I got blocked by Teddy Long and I wish I got followed by John Cena. It's one of those things where. How? Yeah. I saw your post about that. There we go. Okay. There you go. Let's, let's set the vibe. Match going. Let's set the vibe. We're good. Let's just say a little prayer. Do a little seance. Okay. There we go. There. We're good to go. We got to get you some sage. As I light. Uh, yeah, I should have some sage, actually. I might have some downstairs. I had some when we lived in Vegas. I had, like, like an Amazon, like, bulk thing of sage because we moved into our house. And at the time, uh, however many years ago when we moved into our house in Vegas, I was very into that, like, earthy, let's cleanse the spirits, which I should have done in this house because this house is old as fucking dirt. This house must have ghouls galore. I've not seen any. I've not felt any. But when we moved into our house in Vegas, I was like, we have to sage. We've got to open all the doors. And we've got to cleanse the house. We're here. I was like, let's just load all of our shit in and figure it out. You know what you have to do? You should bring in like one of those like spirit mediums into your house. No, because I don't want to know. And John doesn't want to know. Like, John hates <laughs> shit. He's got no time for it. Like, I'm curious about it. I'm very curious about it. And I love to like really learn more and like I love the other world I love a little spiritual kind of who whatever the fuck I love that shit but John does not so if I was in somebody else's house and doing that that would be one thing but doing it in our own house is a that's a little bit more like I gotta sleep here you know it's it's you don't know what you're conjuring up exactly you don't want to knock on that door spooky sessions is coming up soon kids we're we're Mm -hmm. we're planning a whole spooky rollout so just just be just be there I'm so excited so last night I started reading I get very into getting the uh like all different like scary books to read and I've been on that big Colleen Hoover kick me and Kayla Braxton started our book club I've read like six 16 of her books in the last like two months the most I've read in years plowing through devouring these books anyways I've I've ordered a bunch more but I was like let's just pump the brakes for one quick second you got a small window of it being spooky season let's get into it so last night I started reading head full of ghosts by Paul Tremblay I believe his name is this book's supposed to be really really great Uh, but I've got that one on my bedside table the shining the bell witch um, I just got another book from the author that um, did like the Practical Magic series. Those books are really good. I love that movie. I would actually say Practical Magic is 
better than Hocus Pocus. I have to agree with you. I don't understand. I don't understand the Hocus Pocus kick, right? Like I like Hocus Pocus, but people like now they've just overhyped it. Well, everybody wants the nostalgia train. It's the, and it's the greatest movie ever. Like the 31 days of Halloween just put out their list of what they're going to do on free form, which is like like they do 31 days of specific content and Hocus Pocus is on like almost every day. Like almost, you just call it Hocus Focus? Yeah. Because I don't give it. Focus. I don't. I don't care about it. That's why. Like, like I just. I don't. I, I'm not into it. I don't understand it. I mean, Sarah Jessica. I do like. Like I do like it, and I'm looking forward to the new one. Like I'll definitely watch it. John, and I watched a trailer for it the other night, and he was like, "Oh, it's just the exact same concept as what the original one was." I was like, "Yep," and we're gonna watch it, and it, I'm sure it's gonna be great. Um, but Practical Magic is it for me, especially like God that window of like. Early 90s Sandra Bullock is just so good. Early Sandra Bullock, I mean, Sandra Bullock, don't get me wrong. I will watch anything that woman does. I love Sandra Bullock. But then you also have like young, cool, like very like free flowing Nicole Kidman, who normally she plays like a rather rigid character. And I like that she's like popping into the PTA meetings and like trying to like hump up on everybody. I think it's great. I love those movies. And a young um, Evan Rachel Wood as well. I mean, I like the whole cast, though. Like, my, I like Stalker Channing. So like, any too. anything that she does, I'm like, she's... What a good name, hey? Right? Stalker Channing. What does that, like, derive from? What is what is its origin story? I, I would assume either Irish or Scottish. Like, to be like, here's my baby, Stalkered. Listen, we, we screwed you now. So you can't have an average person no, job you've got to be an actress. Go make something of yourself. Yeah, you've got an artsy fartsy name. Go play Rizzo in Greece and then play Aunt Francis in Practical Magic and just go for it. Those books are very good too, by the way. Um, Practical Magic and oh, I can't remember what the other ones called. I don't know if there's two or three of them, but uh, I really is it a, is it a sequel of the like other other Owen sisters? It's actually a prequel. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Then, yeah, the other one that I just picked up from the same author, I believe, is like still witch stuff, but it all happens during like World War One in like Europe. Um, yeah, I, I I literally passed a bookstore and it was in the window and it was super old, but I was just like, I need to have that. So yeah, I've got to add that in there. You got a good little collection of books here, like. Oh yeah, I've got lots. You have a library now. Lots to work with. Plenty, plenty to work with. Um, what's going on in your life? Your, your face, your teeth, the healing, where are we at? Okay. So I had to go get bone shards removed from my mouth. Since the surgery. Yeah. Because, uh, it's a natural form of healing when your mouth apparently starts to heal when you extract wisdom teeth, Mm. like little shards of bone come out of your, your, your face. Oh my God. It's just like coming out of your gums. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. So, so I first I dealt with the extraction of the four. They took the cyst out. Uh, they made me cancer wait with, free. Cancer free. Woohoo. Woohoo. You know, but they make you wait on that though. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'm just starting to think. Well, oh man, I have been a little more tired lately. Ah, I haven't really been eating. Oh man, my sleep is real broken up. That's I'm standard in for you, though. Your sleep is <laughs> whack. You never eat. That is you no, normally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just how you um, exist. I know. I'm a, I'm I'm a vampire. What can I say? And then all of a sudden, 
I get them out. They're fine, right? I didn't even go through the weird, like... Did you keep them? Did you get to see them after? I wanted to. They threw them out. Boo. I know. I know. I wanted to give them the They're Dan They're probably Housen. like this long. Oh, the, yeah. Put them on a necklace for Dan Housen. He'd like I wanted that. to. I wanted to give them to him as like a gift, but... <laughs> Stupid I would doctor. be so pissed if somebody came and gave me their teeth. Be, he likes that shit. Though. I know he's a freak. Yeah. So, so I, I'm healing. Everything's fine, right? The, the, the Novocaine and the anesthesia is wearing off, or whatever they drugged me with. Uh, I was out like a light. Which I got to tell you something. I understand why for years Michael Jackson was hooked up to an IV, going night night every night because it was a sound 45 minute slumber for your boy. There was no, there was no better sleep. It knocks your dick into the dirt. Like, it kills you. My dick was all in the dirt, bro. <laughs> all in the dirt. And I I woke up floating on a cloud. I th- yeah. I got up immediately and answered some work emails. My father was like, what wow. in the... My father was like, what in the fuck? That's like, sketchy. That could be some Roseanne Barr shit, though, where you think that you're like, you know what you're doing, but you're still on drugs and you like say some whack shit. I was so cognizant and aware of my surroundings that I asked the the one of the I guess the surgical assistants for her number. Oh, you told me that. Yeah, I was just. Have like, you talked hey. to her since? Yeah, we've been. Yeah, we have. Mm. Yeah, outside of the whole like, hey, you gotta take care of your teeth thing. She's been. That's really out. risky because she's already seen you at like what could be not that it's like your worst, but when you're just like when you're knocked out and your mouth is agape, that's not the look that you're like looking to pick up with. It's not sexy, and and for everybody on YouTube, you'll see it. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that like mouth just fully ajar. And I get home and I'm fine or whatever. Two days later. Excruciating, oh, but you pain. weren't taking anything for the pain either, right? No, I don't do opiates. No, yeah, so no, that's doc- very smart. So I was like, I'm not gonna be another Staten Island casualty. No, You're no not no. getting me hooked on pills, no, and no, then I gotta no, go to no. Tottenville for a score. You're not Mm-mm. getting me. So, um, I-, I have excruciating pain, but it wasn't from the extractions or the cyst removal. It was from what they call oral. Um, sessions. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, or it was it was oral cankasores. Like they were they were ulcers in the mouth because the tools that they use, like to pry your oh, mouth yeah. open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just whatever. So my mouth was full of them. Oh my God. That, you know what? That's one thing I remember from having my wisdom teeth taken out was that was the biggest thing when I woke up. I was like, what the fuck happened to my face? Like, yeah. I, cause they have the thing that like keeps your mouth open and it like cracked the side of my lip. So like, yeah, having your teeth pulled out of your face sucks. But that's what I felt first when I woke up. I was like, what you do to me? I felt like that, like a uh, dark night, like sliced my smile open. Yeah, so like once that was happening, now it's like I can't eat because now they're near the gum, almost down the throat. Ugh. I'm all so I'm not I'm not eating anything. I'm like drinking some broth, living on some pudding, some baby. You a get shredded? Of, a ton of baby food. Oh, I'm at my leanest right now. I'm at. <laughs> I should have that then. I am at oh man, one seventy five point six. I weigh myself every morning. Because you were really bulking up too. This, you know, you were like I was. I bulked up beef. Yeah, I loved it. I was on my Janela shit. I was mm-hmm. about um, I was about one eighty five. You can pack like, on ten more pounds. Yeah, I can. I can go back to that now. I'm, I can. I got the. I got medical clearance to go back to the gym again. Hell and, yeah. Uh, and the shard. So that's what I dealt with for like the last two weeks. And I'm like, oh my god. 
Yeah, it sucks. I don't know if I ever want to do anything like again. Because I was thinking braces. I was thinking a palate extender. And now I'm just like, fuck all this. Wait, you were taking a what extender? A palate extender, which is so because... What's the, that? Well, the doctor said... And big shout outs to Dr. Adu. Um, he's a great oral surgeon. He's like, well, you have a small mouth. Oh. I was like, okay. I was talking about like other things that I want to do for my teeth or whatever. Yeah. And you know, we love a straight tooth over here. That's what we are on, Team Straight Tooth. Need a Hollywood smile. We need the Roman Reigns teeth, please. Right, exactly right. Like you know, and I don't want to go overseas and get them done because I don't have the the buckets to be doing that. So he's like, oh, we could do palate extenders and da da da. So then I'm googling all this stuff, and I'm just like, I don't know if I want to deal with more canker sores because what it does is it they put them in your roof of your mouth and they extends like the roof of your mouth. That's a torture device. It is, it is. But most of the time, you're doing this at such a young age where the bones in the mouth are still sure, young they're and, soft and separate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's easy. <gasps> I, th- I don't know if it works with adults all the way because the now it's like the bones stone. are hard. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's crazy. That sounds really scary. They drill it into like the, the roof of your mouth? and No, they, they hook them into like parts of, so what they use is like these things called spacers and they hook them up into like your molars, like through the molars of your teeth and they just put them in and then like it extends and it, and it connects through there. Who was the crazy person that invented that? Isn't that nuts that there's like people that are like, you know what I'm going to come up with? A thing to fucking expand your whole mouth. That's what I want to know. How do you even figure that out first? Who thinks of, you know what? Metal on the teeth straightens them. I was thinking not like with my Invisalign, like the whole thing really blows my mind. Um, So I actually had to go to the doctor or the dentist on Friday to do my little checkup because I've not been to the dentist since I started my Invisalign. I'm on, I'm holding them up. These are my Invisalign for people on YouTube. But you change the trays every two weeks. This is tray five of 17 for me. But she said, I'm on track. I'm looking good, sitting pretty. Hollywood mouth over here. <laughs> looking great. Listen, we've just, you're just, we're just trying to stay afloat, you know? Like, as we're aging, we're just keeping shit together, just staying on top of the tasks. We're just, we're just kicking holes in fences, having straight teeth, <laughs> getting blocked by Teddy Long. It's oh been a week. Oh, my God. The Teddy Long thing was very funny. I just love that that was like trending and it was a thing. Like I, I assume that he got hacked, but it's it's funnier to imagine Teddy Long being like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. And then the Undertaker's um, going to come funny. out and wrestle you, player. <laughs> and they got a tag team match, player. Um, okay, so I got to see you on Wednesday. We were in New York at Arthur Ashe Stadium. You saw me as I was walking out of a tech closet. Yeah, it was a very nice, um, it was a very nice random, you know, like, hey, I know you, you know me, we hug. I saw your husband first. You mean, you mean the AEW world champion three times over, thrice. Johnny three times? Johnny three times. Johnny three times. I see Johnny three times walking in and I'm like, he's like, hey, and I'm like, hey, and everybody's like, they, they look at us because it was just like one of those things that like, and you know, you get it. Listen, you get a hay from John Moxley. You just feel all warm inside. That's such because- bullshit, man. That he, I mean, <laughs> it's just funny to me because he like so is like unapproachable sometimes that he is nice to somebody for a second. They're like, oh, my God, this is so great. I'm fucking yeah. nice to everybody all the time. <laughs> Bullshit. Well, they're used to it. They're exactly. To it. I'm just giving it away for free. Left, right, they're and center. I'm, I'm going like, to start what? locking that shit up. 
I'm like, where's the wife? He's like, let's go find her. And then like, he's like, oh, there she is. As he's holding bread, he departs. We're, we're checking out. <laughs> holding the bread. Always holding the bread. The bread. Oh, I love the carb up. Yeah. He loves the carb up. So did you not realize though, when you saw me and I was walking out of a tech closet, did that not strike you as an odd place for me to be walking out of? My common sense deduced that there was something going on. Okay, deduced. But I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to pry and Oh, ask because questions. I could never, I would never listen. Kate to fade, brother. His fizz, briz. So I was just like, I'm gonna let honey do what she do and eventually it'll come to light and we'll all know what's going on. But oh my God. Okay, so to be out there when Soraya debuts in AEW, like I nearly shit my pants. I almost cried. I was so happy for this moment and the fact that it came together the way that it did. I was so happy to be there. So I was standing at the very back of the stadium on the ground um, where like some of like the AEW like crew is like where they're like running stuff for like the truck back there. So I was just standing back there watching and then knowing that I'm like, all right, I need to like get eyes. I need to like have my phone out for when this happens. So I jumped up on one of the tour cases and was like making sure I got that angle. Boy, did I get scolded for that, but I got the shot. So it was worth it. Uh, But man, what a great moment that was to have Soraya join AEW what this means for the women's division, which to me, I mean, is there a bigger star to step in that spot? And we've not seen her wrestle in years to now have this like massive presence for somebody that just like lives and breathes pro wrestling. Um, I think she's going to make a huge difference for them. Um, and I'm, I'm just so excited. It was such a cool moment. What a pop. Woo. That place was rocking. Oh my and God. I'm, I'm I'm over there with a friend and like the music hits and automatically I knew it was like before you even saw the name on the screen, you hear the music and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I know this song. That's the boyfriend's song. Falling in reverse. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, wait a minute. Okay. Whoa. She comes out looking like a trillion dollars. Mm-hmm. Full transparency here. Big E knows this. Used to have a massive crush on Who didn't? Who didn't? Right in the wheelhouse of aesthetics. I mean, the woman is absolutely stunning. Yeah, she's a babe. And then her personality, hysterical. I got to send it to you. A long time ago, E got her to send me a video just like saying hi. It was super cute. Made my day. She had pop of the night, I think. It it was just. down, I would say. I mean, the place was nuts. She comes out, the place is rocking and rolling, and then you 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 think, okay, well, what 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 is it? Because what does this she mean? Al- she alluded to on our show when we were in Nashville that she's good, like she is healthy, but she can bump. Yeah, she's good. So, like, maybe that was like a hint or a tell. That might have been an Easter egg. You might have to go back and watch the Soraya interview on YouTube. Yeah, go back and watch that. You know, like, why don't you go do that? And then she comes out and she's like, this is my house. Now, when they cleared the ring, right, that's normally like a tell where it's like, okay, you like this person can't get touched right now. But on the website, they have a win-loss record. I don't think of it that way. I just think of it as like a star-making moment. You know, everyone clears the ring. No one else needed to be in the ring. This was just a, I'm here. Soraya is all elite. Now on to the next week. I don't think that it was a no touch thing. What's really important is there is glaring holes 
in that women's division where where you will sure. see like just glimpses of greatness, right? You will see glimpses of really solid storytelling. They've got some really great talent. I'm a big Jamie Hayter fan, by the way. I like her. Cool Brits. I like a cool who Brit. Doesn't? What can who, I say? Who doesn't like I, cool I also Brit. like Britt Baker, speaking of cool Brits. Another cool Brit. Well, listen, knows how to dress. Huge, love the aesthetic. Huge aesthetics <laughs> on that girl. But um, you need, I think you need like the Osiris right now. Like you need that. And you need people to revolve around her for a little while. And I think her. Well, because it's always just been Brit up until this point. And now like it just, it needs to kind of evolve into this new thing. It gives other people more things to do. It kind of, it just opens things up a ton. I think in terms of storytelling and match potential, all that, um, just to really garner a ton of interest. Like I said, it's like, God, you look at that women's division and like, there's a lot of really great, talented, talented women there, like stars. It's time to start like really showcasing these women and giving that like great TV time, great matches, all that shit. You know, and you're excited for Soraya because she never really got the opportunity to start having the matches that she wanted right before she got injured, right? And it was a series of unfortunate events and she missed that that boom. And she kickstarted that thing, though. She kickstarted that. Like, she, to me, when I think of, like, the women's evolution and that all happening, it was like, I mean, that, that moment on TV was, like, her, AJ, the Bella Twins. Uh, that was, like, really what kind of sprung things into action. But you think of her being, like, the anti-diva. Um, and the matches that her and Emma were having at NXT. Her and Bailey, Her and Sasha. Like... You look at all of those matches that she was having, like, I really feel like she was the backbone of really kind of changing what this was, what women's wrestling was and is. Oh, absolutely. If you go back and watch the Hulu days of, of NXT, you know, like me and E had that. Good old salad days. It was a good time. I mean, me and, me and E were talking about that. He was like, yo, she was, she was the staple for all like the women's stories. She was, she, 100%. she. 100%. I mean, she was the first NXT women's champion too. I'm looking forward to seeing what she does. You know, now everybody's like, dude, does she get thrusted into the world title picture real quick? No, she don't need to. What she needs to do. She doesn't need a title. There are certain people that are above world heavyweight championships, right? For the time being, when they come in, it's just you want to establish her, what she wants to do. You have to, because again, it's all about social conditioning, because the first thing you think of, you you automatically want to start calling her Paige on, when you see her on TV. So now it's time to get people to understand her name is Soraya. We got to call her Soraya. Soraya, Soraya, Soraya. I know. She had to put out that tweet the other day. She was like, this is how you say my name, because yeah, I was kind of getting... Butchered so, a little bit. you know, I, I think I, I, personally, me, I think the first feud hot shot her and Britt Baker. You let them just go. Let them do what they do. Don't you think they should wait for that? I don't want to see her wrestle Tony right now. You know, maybe she goes against maybe she goes against Hater or maybe she tries to convince Hater to be like, hey, come to the cool British side. Let's 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 be cool Brits together. I think you start with Brit because Brit's face told the whole entire story, right? Oh, 100%. She sold that beautifully. Was her nose broken or no? I'm not sure. She bleeds with the best of them, man. Let me tell you something. She's up there with Ric Flair. She bleeds with the best of them. Yeah. Once that color starts to flow, Brit Baker's on point. Um, <laughs> but her facial expressions were incredible. So good. That's who I want her to start with. 
You are right, especially you're like, yeah, from having that moment of Brit's reaction to also like the entire division feeling like it is Brit, it's cool now to just like see that sort of like ownership, like it's my house, all that shit. So yeah, I, I, I'm, I cannot wait to watch it. I feel really excited about it. I just, I love, I love when things can just like come together like that. And it is really rare to like truly have those moments of surprise. Um, that was a I surprise. Really- it was a big surprise. I don't think anyone knew. No, nobody seen that coming. I was like, what? Oh, let's. That was a great show, though. From start to finish, that, that show was really cool. It was a great show. It was my first time being able to, like, act, like I was out there for uh, Soraya's stuff, and then John was John and Brian were immediately after that. So um, I had not seen John wrestle in, a, like, probably two years because I always anytime I'm there I have the baby with me and then I have to leave the building by about 5 5 30 to get her back to the hotel get her ready for bed eat and all that stuff um so we went to New York without the baby which whew, let me tell you that was like so stressful it was really nice it was really nice because we got to just like hang out Tuesday we walked through my old neighborhood in New York and then like Wednesday morning I like cruised through the city went to like uh, Union Square they had their farmer's market out what a thing of beauty that was. Oh, my God. So great. There's nothing better than a fall in New York City. Honestly, there's nothing better. But, yeah, I was definitely, like, a little bit panicked by the end. of like, I need to get back home to my baby. I just kept, like, looking, like, on her baby monitor to, like, watch her. Sweet little noodle. But it was really nice to just, like, actually enjoy the show and, like, just be there as a person and, like, talk to people and get to, like, hang for a little bit. It was cool. I know I should have went and hung out with you when you were watching because I wanted to watch your reaction. Still something I want to do so that way we can discuss it on here because I want like the third party specter what the wife is watching. Ah. Um, But I was so into the match and I went to my seat. I'm here. Yeah. Like, let's like, let's go. Yes. You know, because it was it was important because it's like, okay, you have two pivotal guys for the company right now, like two massive, huge signees to AEW, two guys that came in at two different points. John came in at the very beginning. Uh, Brian came in like, like, you know, like a year or two later. And it's like, okay, they're both doing two really different, but the same things for the company. They're elevating top new talent getting these guys over by doing the work and not saying anything. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Real blue collar, real hard work. It's like, it's like what I texted you. Yeah. I texted you a novel that day. <laughs> I was so, I was so into it because there's a lot of similarities between like that hardworking blue collar guy, like my dad, who was a union construction worker all his life and your husband. Yeah. Like, they're like similar. My pop really don't just say Just put your much. head down, do the job. Just go to work. I like, just go to work and do it. It's also like pride in your work too. I think that's something that really shines through in everything like that John's doing. It's like it just, it's, it's such a special time for him. And I think it means a lot too because your husband really could have taken the time off after rehab and sure, just chill sure. right like really like just focused on staying home and just doing this but he knew for the betterment of a himself and the company let me come and push push my needs aside for a minute but let me do this because this is this is this is work well it, for it's work but it's also the thing that he loves like he loves it so it's not that he's like i gotta get back to work like Yes, it is getting back to work, but I think there's also like another thread of that that is like therapeutic for him. 
and he is the heartbeat. And I'll say it. I'll say it. You can tweet me at Emilio Sparks. You can let me know. You can let Renee know if you agree or disagree. If you disagree, John Mox- me. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> but I, I think that John Moxley is the heartbeat of AEW from the first show up until Grand Slam. The man has been the consistent gugung, gugung. Well, I think it's like, yeah, he's definitely like the heartbeat of that company. But God, this is going to be bold. Maybe I shouldn't even say this, but I feel like he is like one of the things that's just like so purely great about professional wrestling. Um, you know, I th- I think just like the work he puts in, the the work he does for himself to to always stay sharp, to, to like continually have these great matches and like great opponents like I I really love what him and Chris did like him and Chris Chris coming out as Lionheart Chris Jericho like who saw that coming who knew that was going to be a great thing in 2022 but a testament to Chris as well was like man like the guy just like he's so great at reinventing himself and he's not someone you see go back in time like that but I think it was something that like just really worked and then having Brian work with him as uh as Lionheart Chris Jericho I think he just like reminded everybody like yeah it's Chris fucking Jericho everybody it's good to see that the top guys actually know like okay in order for this thing to grow because you know yes it's moving by leaps and bounds in terms of like popularity and television deals and 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 you know rating shares and whatever AEW is going into its fourth year it's still relatively it's small it's a baby that's new four years is new 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 oh my god like when you think of a company starting in four years getting on television going through the bumps in the road that this company has had too and like rebuild refocus keep things on track like it's really impressive and it's really cool and it's you know I think it's just like such a a hopeful cool time for uh for what they're doing if you think about it they're in this right now AEW a soft reboot post all out right where the championship was in question and everything moving forward um they did this quick little title tournament which was smart and then you have the guys right you have your heavy hitters coming in to do it and I don't want to see Danielson MJF. It makes sense, but not needed right now because there's a bigger thing going on between Danielson Jericho and Daniel Garcia, which to me is more important. And somehow, some way, I'm gonna—I'll call the shot right now, and we can have this here. And you let me know if I called it right. If I was Sparks to Damas, <laughs> Daniel Bryan is going to be Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Ooh. Champion. It's only a of time. But your husband needed to be. AEW world champion because we're going to get better television between him and MJF. I like it. I like it a lot. I, you know what I like too? God, the options. So many different places for storytelling to like ebb and flow. It's cool. Yeah, and I think that's the most important thing right there is now telling interesting story because leading up to Forbidden Door and Death Before Dishonor, it was real jumbled and you had two massive non-real AEW pay-per-views and like if you're talking about canon and it was very heavy with that. So a lot of AEW storylines took a back seat and that's not when the company is at its like apex. When the company's rocking and rolling is when they are hyper-focused on everything that's going on, just AEW. Yeah. And I think like the last two or three weeks, 
they really started to adjust and pivot again and got really hyper-focused. And you have all your key players right now doing what they're supposed to do that the ones that are on TV, they're 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 crushing. Oh my god, killing it, killing it! All wheels are like firmly on the track. And I think your husband and Max are going to do some pun intended dynamite shit. Like they're <laughs> gonna, they're really gonna go off. And and I I, I, I yeah, the match is going to be cool, but I want the war of words because it's going to be from two different places, both good promo guys. Max better keep my name out of his damn mouth. <laughs> <laughs> She, I'm listening to her podcast. She's kicking gates. You have an unstable wife. You have a lunatic fringe for a wife. Oh my God. What a scene that was. Good gracious. Football season is underway. So now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up now with the promo code Renee, R-E-N-E-E. FanDuel has all of your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. You can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. And with live betting, you'll get updated odds on games that have already started. And the app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. And you get paid your winnings real super duper fast. So sign up today. Use the promo code Renee, R-E-N-E-E, for your no sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Disclaimer, 21 in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG for Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 for Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat for Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT for Indiana. 1-877-770-STOP for Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369 for New York. The TN Red Line, 1-800-889-9789 for Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 for Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. Let's talk about something that you and I have been talking about a little bit earlier in the week, which is my purchasing of some loafers. It was just the time. Listen, did I just take like a very hard right about talking about like potential booking and like great wrestling television to let's talk about my loafers that I got? Again, Fall season is upon us. It's time to revamp the fashion. What are we doing? What are the looks? What are the outfits? What do you, what do you, okay, so I have some brand new black cable knit sweaters that I just bought. Oh, I love a cable knit. I love a cable knit. I'm in the search for a, a, I'll probably get a botcha with my New York accent, a mohair uh, sweater. No, that's fine. A mohair. Okay. That's I, right. How would you say it otherwise? Say it with the accent. Mole. Ma hair? Mole hair. Mole hair. Mole hair. Hair? No, I I love all things sweaters, all things cozy knit fashion, but I had been hemming and hawing on these loafers, which is the reason why I got up early when I was in uh, New York City so I could go to the store to go try to buy them. They did not have them. The guy freaked me out and was like, you can't get them, which then, of course, made me go, oh, I can find them online and I am going to pull the trigger. So I guess kind of jokes on me. Uh, sales still made by this man, not that he gets a commission on it. The loafers are coming on Tuesday. 
I'm really excited to lean into this. I think I can pull off a loafer. A chunky soul loafer, by the way. It's a chunky soul. All the rage right now. I, I love a good rage. chunky soul loafer, which, by the way, the first three seconds of seeing you Wednesday wasn't, hey, how are you? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Why are you in this weird tech closet? It was, my question to you is, did you get the loafer? <laughs> and at that point, it was a no. I heard they're very uncomfortable. They're hard to break in. And my dumbass still couldn't stop thinking about them. So I bought them. But you know what? I like a good sensible flat shoe as well. Thank God as like I'm in like my mom years that flat shoes are the are the fashion right now. Thank God. Once we become a certain age, you want to dress age appropriate. Yes. But you don't want to look stuffy and old. Right? You know, it's funny as I was talking to Brian about this. Um, I don't know how this came up, but we were talking about as you're getting older, like you almost like it's not that you're trying to be cool anymore. You got to stop trying to be cool. But it's like you can't follow every little trend that happens because we're kind of past that point in life. If I was in my mid twenties, you can, you can dabble in some of these trends, but once you're of a certain age, it looks like you're just reaching a little too hard. Yeah. So you got to find what works for you. And that's the thing. And I, I can't wait till you get them. I expect pictures. Tuesday's double shoe day for me. I also ordered, so I just, I, I doubled down on more Docs too. I have like 45 pairs of fucking Doc Martens. But I got a new pair that I'm in the middle of breaking and I ordered the ribbon laces for them. So they've got like the black ribbon laces. And then the ones that I ordered that are coming on Tuesday are the 10 hole, 10 eyelets. Uh, but then they have like a floral embroidery on the side. They're super cute. And then I also got Nora a pair. So we're suited and booted, as they say. I'm looking for, and I and I looked on the Docs website because I seen an Instagram ad for them. I don't think was, you can go wrong with Docs. I think everybody should own a pair of Doc Martin shoes. But I was thinking of doing the loafers that they have. They're really cute. I thought about doing them too, but I was already mentally committed to the other ones. The other ones are uh, the upper echelon of Italian footwear. So you have to, there's <laughs> yeah. no, you ain't getting better than that, baby. Feel me? Like you're, you're, you're there, Gucci or Gucci. Shout out to you. <laughs> Feel me? <laughs> but the dock ones are super cute. Cause remember, I bought those flat or the shorter docks before when I was going to do the PGA stuff. I did take them back. I was not a fan. I was like, wow, she takes her doc serious here, bro. Mm hmm. You know, the shoes you were, ever had, high but ones. the shoes you were wearing Wednesday were super cute, too. And those ones are cool. Yeah, I, I like the like boxy toe. It was that was a fly fit, though. I was trying. I put it on. I was so self-conscious because I Why? put it on and because, first of all, I'm always this. I'm always just in like sweats and a hat and like not putting on an outfit. Since I've like left WWE and I'm not doing like TV stuff, I never really put on like a, a real outfit. So anyways, I thought it was a cute dress. I was figuring out what my outfit was going to be. I almost wore it with a Hardy Boys t-shirt underneath. And like, thank God I didn't because literally the first person I saw when I walked in the building was Matt Hardy. And I, I said to him, I was like, that would have been a little embarrassing if I just like show up in like your shirt. Anyways. No, I walked out of the bathroom in the hotel room as I was like checking out the outfit and um, Landslide was playing on my phone and John's like, what is this Stevie Nicks outfit that <laughs> you're wearing? <laughs> I passed him in the hallway. He goes, have you seen the movie The Craft? <laughs> oh my God. I wanted to kill him. I was like, dude, like I like this outfit. I think it's really cute. Let the slip dress is also the move of the fall. It is. It is. It was, but it had like a nice little, like there was some 
laced with it and you 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 paired it with the white shirt so it was it was on point you know like the fit was the fit was popping i liked it it just took me a second because i walked out and john was like okay stevie nicks um, and then that put me in a little bit of a, a downward spiral. I was like, is this not okay? Should I not wear this? Oh my gosh, I just put on jeans and a t-shirt and call it a day? No, no. No, I no, didn't. No. It, was a good, it was comfortable. It was breezy. You got to just throw on a lace every now and then. You know, lace it up. Lace it lace I I decided up. to wear a collared shirt that day. You looked nice. Thank you very much. Thank you. I was wearing my um I was wearing a Oxford all black mm-hmm. and then I wore my vintage 1993 jeans that I bought because the only way to go is vintage denim from a thrift shop. Agreed. I don't care anymore like Well, they're stiff though. Are they really stiff? A bit. So just don't drop anything cuz if you got to bend down, you're fucked. I'll break them in like you're going to see me rolling around in the dirt like with them on like I'm just going to pop a couple squats down in them, stretch that denim out. I got a pair from 1992 that you wouldn't even think they are stiff and they are so broken in. What kind perfect. are they? Lee? Lee or Levi's? Levi's. I want a pair of Lee's. I'm trying to find like really good vintage Lee jeans, but it is it is a bitch to find like good ones. I think Urban Outfitters sells them. They're not vintage, obviously, but I think they sell Lee jeans on Urban Outfitters on their like, I think they might. I got to find an Urban Outfitters now because in the city to try to do anything, you were there. It's yeah, just. It's a doozy. It's I just con- order everything it, online. I, I got to try on my pants because my body fluctuates. I lost 10 pounds in less than two weeks. So I was just like, shit, I got to figure it out now. As long as my waist stays the same, I'm good. But I got to figure out what fits, what doesn't because I've been squatting. So now I got a little junk in the trunk. I got, got that booty back thigh, there. Like I got some thighs now, like the thigh meat be popping, you know, and I got to figure <laughs> out how's it going to look with the sneakers because I just bought a shit ton of dunks. So I'm just oh, like, don't even get me started. No, we should. Let, could we, oh back, could we back the Harachi truck up for one second? This is my shoe. This is my shoe. I found it. I've arrived. I've landed. You were like, I'll never find a shoe. You give me a chuck, da, 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 a van. I'm good. I was like, you will find something that calls to you. This is what Nike does. I get excited to put these on every day. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to throw them on because they feel great on my feet. I feel good. They're Hirachis, folks. They're just this really crafted, nice, Hirachi. small, low, like low cut shoe right near the ankle. They have like really cool design. They have what, what is that? Is like a cheetah print? It's like a, it looks leopardy, but yeah, it's like a tortoise shell more than it is leopard, I would say. So what made you decide to pull the trigger on those? They popped up on my Instagram feed and I was like, oh, you know who would like those is me. Um, so I ordered them and then I, they came and I was like, oh, I do really like these. It's like the perfect amount of like chunky meets sleek. Cause I don't like when a shoe, when a shoe is too chunky, I just, I simply cannot do it. I check out. Then I got the other ones that felt like too skinny and they felt like a cleat, which I did. I felt like I was going to play indoor soccer, which I'm not. So no, this is like the perfect combination for me. I love them. And I always do the Air Max 270s. I like those for working out in, but I've been hitting these guys. I, I took a little run in these guys in the treadmill yesterday, which was rough, but I did it. You did it. You got it done. Listen, shoes are meant to be worn. As somebody that has had a lot. Agreed. And somebody that was sponsored by Jordan Brand and Nike for a little while, like, I understand, like, oh, people want to hold them like they're these, like, talismans, and they want to, because there are, there's a lot of shoes out there that cost big money. I got a pair of $1,600 sneakers. 
Good Lord. What what brand are they? Travis Scott's. Okay. They're the Nike. They're they're. You can look them up. They're um Nike Fragment Low Travises. And you never wear them. Oh no, I wear them all the time. I wore them to uh the Grand Slam. Oh, great. Well, listen, they were gifted to me. Sure, sure, sure. I wasn't paying sixteen hundred, but it's hard to not choke on that a little bit, though. Hey, like it's funny because I like having an. Ex- I've got a, a couple pairs of expensive shoes. And I, oh, there's, you just got to get, get it over with. You've got to be out in them and like all of a sudden it starts raining and you're just like, well, fuck it. What am I going to do? But just keep walking in these guys. Let's see. Hold on. I want to see what the resale value is because are you familiar with resale value sneakers? Like it's the, it's the rage. Like, so people will buy a shoe, right? Let's say you're Hirachis, right? Let's say they're the in shoe. And by the grace of God, go Renee, you are able to get them for retail. So if you buy a shoe that for retail sells at, let's just say 150, 200, if it's the in shoe that somebody like a Travis Scott or a Kanye West wears or like a Bad Bunny, well, that resale value of the shoe goes up exponentially. So you're looking, you're looking at anywhere from, let's just say like Kanye West Red Octobers right now, his like Yeezy shoe goes for anywhere, like like a genuine pair eight to fifteen thousand dollars fifteen thousand dollars yep i don't care how rich you are i could never i could never like and that's the thing so anytime i have dropped a bit of coin on a shoe it needs to be an everyday shoe when you're like okay so i do have a pair of louboutins that i bought for i want to say like a wrestlemania or something i did buy them for a reason to go with an outfit they kill my feet I never wear them. They sit in my closet. They're so impractical. Like they were good for that one outfit. You can't wear them out. You are in absolute excruciating pain otherwise. If I'm doing an expensive shoe, I need to be able to hit the town on it. I need to be able to get some mileage on this shoe. Because dropping like $1,500 on a shoe that you wear occasionally is that's what a crazy person would do. It's lunacy, but there is a supply, want, and demand for your shoes. So I guarantee you if you were to like put them on, let's say like a goat or a graded or one of those real reels. I think I you, have a goat account. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you can flip them for big money. So like I'm looking at, I'm on Fight Club right now and the the Travis Scott um, fragment lows that I have, they're selling for fifth, they're selling for 1100 um, if you go to StockX, they're selling for thirteen hundred. If you're on Goat, they're selling for um thirteen as well. So it's an expensive shoe. Stadium Goods, which I prefer getting my resale value shoes at Stadium Goods, just because they're more authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, you could like they could tell like because the repro game like re- like fake shoes, you can't even tell a real oh, from a fake at this point. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, I. But know. you know. Oh, but I'm you know. I'm doing like searches <laughs> and looking. It's. Isn't it crazy though? Like it's crazy when you see, like I get like this, which is like honestly one of my worst habits is I will become hyper fixated on something like the fucking loafer where I'm like, I need, I, now I gotta have this shoe. I have to have it. So when I was going to bed last night, I don't know what made me think about this. Well, I do. Um, so my new docs that I got are very similar to a pair of mine that I love, but they're actually like kind of a size too big, but they are just like the original black docs, 10 holes, but they were um, across with Marc Jacobs is like grunge line. Love this shoe. It's so great, but it is just a little bit too big. So I was searching 
last night for some reason, like, oh, I wonder what these are going for now. But it led me to these other Marc Jacobs docks that were like an, the oxblood red. And they had these like chains that linked around the back that had all these charms on them. And I was like, oh, that <laughs> fucking shoe. But they were like two grand, maybe twenty five hundred dollars. I was like, hey, I'm not pulling the trigger on that because, dude, I feel like I have been dropping money left, right and center the last like two weeks. I just had to buy new headphones because my dumbass got off the treadmill at home the other day and was sitting outside talking to John, pulled my headphones off, talking, talking, go inside, make dinner and shut it down for the night, pours down rain on my headphones totally trash I was devastated I turned them on they're like like screaming at me I was like no I have to buy new headphones so I had to buy those I had to buy new luggage which is never cheap luggage is so expensive and then the loafers like I need to give a little breather here it's time to like look into the savings account here this is crazy but what does Ange say you can't take it to the grave there you go caskets don't have don't have pockets. pockets There you go. So you know what? You're good. You make sure the bills are paid. You make sure that Nora goes with everything that she needs. Mama can spend a little bit on herself. I know, but I just like I I'm I'm like a very guilty spender. But when it is something like hey, I do need because I have my luggage, but guess who stole my luggage? <laughs> So now I need to buy new luggage. I'm like, wait, how'd that happen? Why don't we literally flew to New York and he was like, You have to check a bag? I was like, yeah, I do, because I only have one piece of luggage left. Because you took it. You took my carry-on. I don't I no longer own one. So yes, I am checking my luggage. <laughs> and he sounded so shocked. <laughs> How rude the audacity. Oh, marriage. Oh. <laughs> so I know we're 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 winding down, but there's two things I want to get into. I'm gonna save to me the the, the coolest thing at the end. But just to get back on the wrestling thing real quick, SmackDown on Friday night, I was thoroughly sports entertained by the genius of Sami Zayn and Jay Uso. What went to that opening segment was by far probably the best opening segment I've seen WWE do in the last three years. It gave you everything, right? First off, the pop and circumstance of that bloodline entrance it makes me feel so important and I'm not part of it. You know? Like it always yeah. feels big yeah. because they're doing something real smart with Roman. No one's cooler than the Usos, though, I will say. Like those two dudes are like some of the people like I kind of miss whenever I see like their Instagram stuff. I'm like, oh, I miss you guys. Like they're just the best. They're so good. So everybody comes out, they're all doing their thing, but then you have Sammy. You just plug him in and it's weird and he's like dancing around and, you know, he just wants to be down because these guys are cool and it's indicative to high school where he's like the dork and the outcast. But the cool guys are like, there's something about him that I like. Let's bring him in. One friend is a little bit distrusting and Jey Uso is like, I don't know if we should bring him in. Does he ha- Is it genuine? Is he coming from my spot? Is the captain of the football team still going to like and need me? Or is this new person like, is it there? It's basically Degrassi yeah. for WWE. It's, it's, it's what it is. <laughs> Thank you. Got you. So they're doing the whole <laughs> spiel. But the best part at the end is when Roman starts to talk about Sammy. He's like, why are you wearing that shirt? And we all thought Sammy was going to get outcasted. Gone. See, gone. See yeah, you later. Yeah, yeah. And Kevin Owens would come out and they would have the twins 
versus uh, KO and, and, and Sammy for the tag belts, but that didn't happen. He got crowned the honorary Oos and got the T-shirt. What a moment. What a huge <laughs> moment. Oh, my God. I can't get enough of Sami Zayn. Like, I just think his character is so great. Like, you talk about, like, what a key player he is in terms of, like, if you just want entertaining segments, he's it. Also, let's not forget the guy is a incredible professional wrestler. Like, when he puts on matches, holy shit, the guy's insane. But yeah, you give him some TV time to be creative and be himself and, like, do this character. It's it's incredible. I love watching everything he does. I'm going to keep it a buck here. That bloodline storyline started to get a little tiresome because they booked themselves into a corner with putting both titles on Roman. And then you put the both tag team championships on the Usos it becomes a little tiresome. But then you brought Sammy in and then the whole thing changes. And now it becomes like this internal struggle between Jay and Sammy. How did that all start? Like, did it start as like a social media thing of Sammy trying to join the bloodline? It did, right? Because I feel like that's one of those really interesting organic things where you just kind of like start something, you plant a little seedling, like just kind of messing around out of boredom or whatever. And now all of a sudden it's like this beautiful like story. And you know how good or how funny you have to be in real life that it carries over on TV where you're going to pop the boys on camera. Now, all of those dudes are professional and Roman is real good at being stoic and dead faced. But there have been several times where the camera has to cut away from him because he gets popped by Sammy. So one of the best things, I don't know if you if you if you looked, but there was um there was a photo of um Solo Sokoa and the twins and Roman and uh Rakishi said something like damn proud or something. And then Sammy re- quote tweets him and goes, damn pops. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best. Like he's just so good. I, I keep kind of saying the same thing of like he's great, he's so much fun, but like Seeing him get to do the things that he is doing right now and like really getting that spotlight and people really understanding the talent that is Sami Zayn is just exceptional. He's so great. So I love him. I'll make a reference here. I don't know if you'll get it, but um, I know that people that are listening and watching on YouTube will get it. Um, so when Kanye West got his Rockefeller chain, it's highlighted in the the short Netflix documentary called Genius. And it was like this big day for him, right? And you can see he had the shit-eating grin. He was very excited. He was nervous. And then when he got the chain, like he just was so happy. So when Sammy got the shirt, it's the exact same thing. He's jumping around like he's like, this is the greatest moment of his life. But the best part about it was the camera starts to cut to Jay Uso. And Jay has this look on his face like, I cannot believe like what is going on right now. Which the foreshadowing leads me to believe that, and this is what I feel, they're going to lean in more with Sammy because he's going to take the bullet for the tribal chief and Roman's going to love him and they're going to throw Jay out. And I feel we're going to get that Jay babyface run that they started to tease two years ago. I really, I really feel that because it's been too good. The conflict between Sammy and, and Jay has been too good. Like it has to, like something has to happen and I don't want the normal thing that's going to happen. All right, let's just kick out Sammy Zayn. No, kick out Jay and let Jay get jealous of Sammy. And now he's like, his goal now is to 
destroy the bloodline. I I just think it's great storytelling. It was Ooh, super I fun. I like that a lot. Sammy's yeah. great. You're, he's yeah. absolutely fantastic. He Chef's kills kiss. it. Big Sami Zayn fans. Actually, guys, if you want, we've got our old episodes with Sami Zayn. Give them a listen. Cue them up. There's Cue three of them. God, what I would give to have. Do we have three with him? You guys have two. And then... And then he guest with hosted. With me. And we're talking about existentialism in professional wrestling. Right, 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 right. Smart guy. Smart guy he is. All right, listen, my kid's crying downstairs. I must go help my husband um, and uh, grab that kid and stop these tears. Real quick, honorable mention though. Big shout out to this. This is what I want to end with. Guess who started following me on social media? Who? A guy named Text Message. <gasps> wow. My dad's following you. I've never felt more honored in my wow. life. Wow. Tex coming in with the swoop. I love that. I was like, whoa, 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 what? And he gave me a little fire emoji on like a video <laughs> that I posted. I was like, at first it took me a second and I'm like, I know this guy. Oh my God. Yes. See, my dad knows. My dad knows where the goods are at. He so now I'm just liking it. a whole bunch of photos. Get in there. Give him get my dad likes my dad likes the social media interactions. He's a big fan. Oh, nice Brett Michaels photo, Dad. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. This has been another stellar edition of the sessions. I'm gonna go get this this my God, Nora's been like cranky pants the last two days, so that's why I must go help. It's I don't know what her deal is. I don't know if she's got more teeth coming in or I don't know what her deal is. She's cranky pants the last two days. So I'm going to go deal with that. Um, Thanks for hanging out with me. This was fun. My pleasure as always. Yeah. All right, guys. Get ready because the spooky season is upon us. October. We're about to get real scary and creepy. This has been The Sessions. Like, subscribe, share, tell everybody about us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.